the reasons for which those protests have broken out uh, are still there. Um, something went around Twitter very quickly yesterday, uh, Hossam. I wanted to ask if you know if this is true. The son of Mubarak, who uh, uh, was considered a possibility for running, has left with his family to London. Have you heard about this? We've heard about those rumors, but I can't really confirm them. Talk about the effects of Tunisia, the uprising there on what's happened in Egypt, and about what uh, Secretary of State Clinton said, that Egypt is stable. Revolutions uh, spread by the domino effect, and uh, the Tunisian revolution against Ben Ali proved to be a major source of inspiration to the Egyptian people, in the same way that uh, e Egyptian dissent over the past five years had proven also to be a catalyst for other Arab people to step up their fight against their dictators, and also in the same fashion that the Palestinian Intifada in 2000 steered the Arab street into action. Um, we are living in the age of uh, satellite TV stations and the age of social media. Whenever dissent explodes in one area, uh, the imagery can be transmitted to other areas. And uh, people here in Egypt can draw parallels between Ben Ali and Mubarak. We don't have only one Ben Ali in the Arab world. We have 22 Ben Ali's, and they all need to go. And the chance yesterday that the people were chanting in Cairo and in the provinces were very similar to the chants that our Tunisian brothers and sisters had been chanting over the past few weeks in their uprising. Uh, we salute the struggle, and we hope that we can can pay them back by overthrowing our dictators. Hossam uh, Hamalawi, I thank you very much for being with us. Of course, we will continue to follow what is happening throughout Egypt right now, not to mention what is happening in Tunisia. Um, that does it for our show today, though. Uh, Democracy Now! is produced by Mike Berkshire, for the producer, Armate, Steve Martinez, Nicole Salazar, Renee Feltz, Sunny Masoud, Ravi Karen, Mike DeFilippo, Miguel Nguera, our engineer. Special thanks to Miriam Barnard, Brenda Mira, John Hamilton, Dennis Moynihan, to Becca Staley, Julie Crosby, Nikhila Hugh Grant. A correction, it's Daryl Issa. His company was Viper that made him one of the wealthiest in Congress. Also thanks to the Sundance crew, Mike Scholes, Rich Lavelle, Jim Lemon, Dave Andrus, and to the entire staff here at Sundance Film Festival, as well as to Yudi Barrios. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to C- I-T-R-101.9 Vancouver. God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. A groin-grabbingly great station.
to college, studied art, to be an artist, make a start. Studied hard, gained my degree, but no one seemed to notice me. Painter man, painter man, who would be a painter man? Painter man, painter man, who would be a painter man? Tried cartoons and comic books, dirty postcards from his books. With you once again here on 101.9 FM CITR UBC Campus Radio in Vancouver, um, and the show is Rumble Tone Radio A Go Go. Darren filling in for Frank, who is still in Southern California, from what I understand, and should be back soon, if not next week, then the week after. But I haven't heard from him yet, and two tracks to kick off the show today. Um, it's a nice day out there, isn't it? This is almost like a couple more degrees. It'll be like the weather we had last year for the Olympics. Uh, the Creation from England. Uh, two tracks, Making Time and Painter Man. One of the great sort of, they could have been stars, or they should at least um, be better known than they actually are uh, to history. The Creation came up with the classic line, our music is red with purple flashes when asked by a uh, music journalist to describe their music. So very much Freak Beat and Painter Man, that last track you heard, also covered, one of the more bizarre covers I've ever heard, um, covered by Boney M in the 70s. You can look that one up. 
on YouTube. If you're so inclined, uh, I think the I think the, uh, the 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 connection is Graham Goldman. Did Graham Goldman actually write that? Well, let me check. Painter man. No, he didn't actually. Um, but Graham Goldman did have a hand in another uh, rather bizarre cover that Boney M did of the Yardbirds. Still, I'm sad. Anyway, started off with the creation because what I'm doing today for you is I'm going to attempt the history. Um, of Creation Records, 1983 to circa 1991-92. Creation Records, uh, one of those great independent labels, probably, in my opinion, um, apart from Sub Pop, the greatest um, independent label. But you know, you can, you can, you you'll obviously have your own ideas about who's the greatest. Immediate, SST, um, you know, all these. Zulu, <laughs> great record labels, uh, independent record labels, which sort of defined eras. And um, but Creation is uh, worthy of note because uh, they did pretty much stand as the centerpiece or the the flagship for both the C eighty six and shoegazing movements uh, during the nineteen eighties. Uh, Creation Records, also named after the band The Creation uh, founder Alan McGee came from Scotland, uh, big creation fan, named his record label after them. Uh, it was in a band called Biff Bang Pow, which is the title of another creation uh, creation song. So we're going to be going through some pretty, um, hopefully some great music that you're going to love uh, today. And where do we start off? Uh, we're going to actually, let's get something queued up here. I'm going to start off with the legend. Now, the first ever Creation Records release was by this guy who performed under the name The Legend, uh, real name Jerry Thackeray. Um, Jerry Thackeray also ended up writing for various publications such as The Enemy, Melody Maker, and Seattle's The Stranger under the name Everett True. So if that name sounds familiar, this is him. Uh, but he got his start through Alan McGee. Alan McGee came from Scotland uh, in the early 80s, late 70s, uh, went to London, had a band called The Laughing Apple, and also ran a few other things, such as the Communication Blur Club. And what the hell is this? Do, 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 communication Blur Fanzine. Um, after he started Creation Records, he actually moved on to a different night Um which single do 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 yeah he started a club called the living room which sort of coincided with the establishment of creation records uh so the first ever release on creation records was the legend 73 and 83 and that is where we're going to start the show today Now, what's the difference? Ten years. 
stop. Monday, January 31st, check out Drive-By Truckers, the secret to a happy ending, playing at the Van City Theatre. Drive-By Truckers have been kicking ass and taking names in the world of rock and country music for the better part of the last decade. Filmmaker Barr Weissman followed them during three critical years of touring and recording, years in which the band struggled to overcome the trauma of divorce and survived a near breakup. The film features interviews, behind-the-scenes footage on the road and in the studio and captures some legendary live performances. One lucky attendee at the screening will win a copy of the film poster signed by the entire band. For more information, go online to vif.org slash theater. Sometimes we 
Some revolving paint dream for you on um, our look at the history, or the at least the first part of the history of Creation Records. Uh, first off, you'd heard the uh, pretty much the A side of the very first Creation Records record single by the Legend '73 and '83, and then both sides of Creation's second system system single released in 1984 uh, by revolving paint dream flowers are in the sky and in the afternoon and that band kind of illustrates and the next band we're going to be listening to biff bang pow they kind of illustrate the whole sort of (laughs) for lack of a better word inbred nature of uh, the label uh, revolving paint dream being formed by andrew innes who had played with alan mcgee excuse me in the band The Laughing Apple, Al- Andrew Innes, also from Scotland. Um, Innes would go on to form Primal Scream a couple of years later. So this, uh, for the time, was the only revolving paint dream single. Um, McGee himself would go off and form a band called Biff Bang Pow after the demise of The Laughing Apple, who we're going to be hearing coming up next. But you heard Flowers Are In The Sky and In The Afternoon, both by... Revolving Paint Dream, and as I said, this, where are we at here? Yes, Biff Bang Pow featuring, I mean, when you've you've got your own label, you can make your own band and sign it yourself. This is 50 Years of Fun. Yeah. 
Someone's making wheels from under me. 
Hi, this is Mick from Bell and Sebastian, and you're listening to DITR 101.9 FM.
back with you here on Rumble Tone Radio Go-Go this fine Wednesday afternoon, and we're looking at the early history of Creation Records, England's or Britain's Creation Records. Uh, That was a set comprised of two bands, one the... uh, uh, the I guess you might call it a vanity band. Um, some bands start vanity labels. The head of the uh, head of Creation Records, Alan McGee, had his own band, and of course it was quite naturally signed to that label. Biff Bang Pow uh, started with Fifty Years of Fun, which was pretty much Creation Records' uh, third single that they ever put out um and the second biff pow biff bang pow single is what you heard after that also from 1984 uh there must be a better life and then jumped ahead in their career to 86 for someone stole my wheels and then you heard three tracks from another band uh from aberdeen scotland which uh were signed to creation uh, the jasmine minx um think which was the fourth single released by uh, Creation Records. I'm kind of going in um, something of approaching order, chronological order here, but that's going to go out the window pretty soon. Um, you heard Think, uh, when, Where the Traffic Goes, both of which were A-sides from 1984, and then something from later on in their career, A World's No Place. Um, uh, also, they had... Uh, some kind of association with Orange Juice, if you remember Edwin Collins' band Orange Juice, um, sort of give and take between them. Uh, Jasmine Minx on Think, you can hear them ripping off a uh, Buzzcocks riff, which uh, subsequently was ripped off by Orange Juice. I, anyway, carrying on, also from Scotland, you are about to hear the Pastels. Not a band I'm really all that fond of, but uh, they, they were writ pretty large during that period. Um, played a lot, re- uh, rec- recorded a lot of stuff for Creation Records. So uh, in honor of that, because um, we can't get to every single thing you might want to hear by Creation um, in this show, even though there is two hours, uh, you're going to hear at least uh, something, and uh, that is the title. Something's going on. These are Scotland's The Pastels from 1984. <laughs> Can't be 
Over the 
a friend of CITR and receive great discounts at businesses around Vancouver. Your friends of CITR card will net you discounts on Commercial Drive at Audio Pile, Bone Rattle Music, High Life Records, and the People's Co-op Bookstore. You'll also save online at Band March Canada and Big Mama. It pays to be a friend of CITR. To find out more, come visit us in room 233 of the sub on UBC campus or visit us online at citr.ca. Uh, 
approaching the top of the hour here on 101.9 FM CITR. The show is Rumble Tone Radio Go-Go, and the show today is a focus on the early years of Creation Records. Um, so that last set, we started with the pastels, and as I said, they were quite... Uh, their sort of stories writ large in the uh, Creation sort of discography, but... Um, <laughs> to be fair, I suggest that if you really liked what you heard, go and investigate further on your own time uh it's just i'm sorry the guy's the guy can't sing he just cannot sing and he never did <laughs> very well uh the x-men however um band i can't find out very much about but uh we heard talk and spiral girl from 1985 and then the loft a uh, a band that uh kind of the creation had big hopes for in 84 and 85. We've heard from 84, why does the rain? And then from 85 up the hill and down the slope, but uh, they rather spectacularly broke up on stage in 1985 at the Hammersmith Palais. However, um, Peter Astor and Dave Morgan of that band formed another, formed the weather prophets whom we're going to be hearing from soon. And, um, yeah, and uh, actually, what I'm going to do is take a little break and let you know what's going on because we got a quite a busy schedule over the next few days, especially tonight. Tonight at the Waldorf, we have the Galliano Conservancy benefit with T. Nile, Adrian Glynn, Marley Damon, Nothophagus, and Illiteracy. Also, Psych Night, which is normally um, not hosted at the uh, downstairs at the Anza on the last Wednesday of the month we'll be doing Psych Night at the Biltmore with the Dead Ghosts Cobalt you've got Jared uh, spinning tunes Jared being DJ Johnny Slimroy sorry Slimroy whom you might know from Soul Night um, he will be spinning tunes at the Cobalt tonight the Astoria Faithful Neighbors Manica Tracks Number One Bad and Bad News Babysitters with Fopa uh, DJ Elvira from Fopa Radio, if you remember Elvira from uh, our sister station CJSF Simon Fraser, um, that's all going on tonight. I keep thinking I might be forgetting something else. But no, four other things. Uh, tomorrow at the Waldorf, uh, Josh from uh, Psych Night at the Anza is hosting Visions. That's the second one of these that he's doing. And then Friday at the Biltmore, uh, Pack AD, Bogus Tokus, Hospital Blonde, and the final, final Manipulators show. Yes, they are no more. Uh, so if you're a fan of this show, if you've listened to this show by um, for any amount of time, you will know that Frank used to champion them quite highly. Uh, well, they're 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 packing it in, and their last show is at the Biltmore this Friday, opening for the Pack AD. That is basically what's going on for the rest of this week. Um, also Friday, I'd like to send a shout out to my friend Monika, who's turning 23. So later on in this show, we're going to be leaning quite heavily on uh, the the early shoegazing sounds of 1988. <clears throat> there you go. Um, so in 1985, um, Creation kind of actually finally, it wouldn't really say they hit the big time, but what they certainly did was put themselves on the musical map in a big way by signing a band uh, featuring two brothers from the suburbs of Glasgow, Scotland, who very quickly became one of the most notorious bands in Britain, uh, certainly one of the most notorious since the demise of the Sex Pistols 
And who are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the Jesus and Mary chain.
Back with you at Rumble Tone Radio, a go-go's look at the early history of creati- uh, creation records. Started that set with, uh, as I said, probably the um, at the time the big, the most controversial band in Britain uh, since the Sex Pistols. Uh, when they came out, the Jesus and Mary Chain, uh, they sh- they played really short, really aggressive sets, um, and usually they would end in some sort of fisticuffs, um, either between with in in the audience or between the band and the audience. Um, uh, regarding they just basically being so antagonistic towards the audience, uh, upside down was the A side of the single that you heard. Uh, that was the only single released or only released by the Jesus and Mary Chain on Creation until much, much later in their career. Uh, however, Alan McGee did continue to manage them. Followed that with Slaughter Joe. Slaughter Joe, excuse me, being Joe Foster. What is this guy's name? Is Joe Foster, who was co-founder of Creation Records and bandmate of Alan McGee's in Biff Bang Pow. You heard I'll Follow You Down. And then Meet Whiplash after that also from scotland uh with don't slip up and then two tracks by another big band on the creation roster however they didn't really hit it really big until the early 90s with the release of their seminal uh uh, screamadelica album primal scream um formed out of the nucleus of alan innes uh formerly of the Laughing Apple and Bobby Gillespie, erstwhile drummer of the Jesus and Mary Chain. You heard Crystal Crescent and Velocity Girl to uh, the A and B side of a, a 1986 single by them. Going to continue right now because we're pressed for time here uh, with the Bodines. This is God Bless. <laughs> Passion, but you know not, you cannot. And I'm whips and 
stung by your tongue lashing A family curse rings true God bless everyone in this whole world but
ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. On Fridays from 1 till 2 p.m., prepare to get your jeans dirty. Join me, Bobby the Badger Ferris, for the greasier side of rock and roll, rhythm and blues, and country. From Hank to the helicopters, from Otis to the Oblivions, it's the perfect way to slither into your weekend. We won't talk about the habits. Just the music and the man. That's The Barn Burner every Friday from 1 till 2 p.m. only on CITR 101.9. Be with the murderers, the hope of women, death in every. 
my pipe and slippers? Do I look like Jack the Ripper? Sweet Fanny Adams. But I poisoned you with every kiss and smothered you with domestic bliss. Sweet Fanny Adams. Underneath the suntan from the sun lamp that we bought. Your face is paler than the pale face of a corpse. And from the seventh floor of our bungalow, you flung yourself down to where they stood below. Those proper little madams. But in white hair, wrinkles and false teeth, I escape detection by the police. One of the murderers, the hope of women, death in every new beginning. I must take this woman for my sentence of life. Dedicated to uh, our host of Exquisite Corpse, Mr. Bleak. That was Momus with Murderers, the Hope of Women. Um, I mean, if there's anybody in the station who carries Momus's flag, it's Bleak, and that goes out to him. So that was quite a lengthy set. Uh, started with the Bodines and God Bless, and then their their, their signature single from about 87, um, Therese. Uh, followed that with the Weather Prophets, yet another band from Scotland, uh, with Almost Prayed and then Felt. And if you're not uh, familiar with Felt, uh, they are, I, I think, one of the guys from, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Bell and Sebastian is pretty much the uh, the, the Felt's biggest fan uh, in the world. Uh, so their debut single from 1986, Ballad of the Band, uh, wanted to get to more stuff. I'm going to have to cut stuff out because I wanted to get to the shoegazing, which is the other market that Creation Records coin, or cornered you know, starting in 1988. Um, we had to cut out some uh, Bill Drummond, had to cut out some Emily, had to cut out Blow Up. So I'm sorry if you were hoping to hear that. I cut out the Jazz Butcher. I'm sorry about that. Um, did hear some Nikki Sudden with Jangletown and Momus. Um Murder the Hope of Women. Okay, now in 1988, a band that had been on Creation's roster for a little while, The House of Love, started off, I think probably could be mm, hinted at being the debut of the shoegazing scene, although Jesus and Mary Chain probably has a certain amount of uh, prior claim to that. Um and they were followed very quickly by a new signing to Creation Records, um, a, si a band which had sort of been from Ireland, which had been mostly into the jangly C86 sound, uh, melded with Cramps-style vocals. And if you've been listening so far, you'll know that. Uh, that's pretty much right up Alan McGee's alley. <clears throat> but um, 
1988, they signed My Bloody Valentine, who had ditched their um, singer who'd been trying to uh, do a Lux Interior sort of act, and went way off into left field with a debut single called You Made Me Realize, both of which ended up coming one and two on John Peel's Festive 50 in 1988, uh, Destroy the Heart by The House of Love coming in first, and You Made Me Realize coming in second by My Bloody Valentine. We're going to be listening to a set of House of Love and My Bloody Valentine should get to some ride before the end of the show. Um, But first, actually, we have an ad to play live fan.com. There we are. So we're going to pay some bills uh, right now, and when we come back, it's shoegazing territory. Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar.
And we are back on 101.9 FM CITR. The show is Rumble Tone Radio Go-Go, and we're in the final... Ooh, shouldn't... Yes. Final moments of the show have one song left for you, so uh, I have to apologize. I really ran out of time there. Um, <clears throat> you heard a set of House of Love with Destroy the Heart and Christine and My Bloody Valentine. The A-sides of their two singles from 1988, You Made Me Realize and Feed Me With Your Kiss. Um, I had more planned. I was going to get more into how... Creation essentially cornered the market on shoegazing. I mean, they had, you name them, they had them. Uh, Primal Screen, My Bloody Valentine, The House of Love, Ride, Slow Dive, Swerve Driver, uh, The Telescopes, Silverfish. Uh, they released Medicine. They were the uh, Medicine's UK label. Um, adorable. I mean, the Boo Radleys can't play any of these. I'm sorry I was going to, but I ran out of time here. Um, it's also sorry to Len, who wanted to hear... Uh, uh, he had a, Len had a request. I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to get to it, but shout out to uh, Monica, born in 1988. Um, so that last set was for her. Also going uh, out to props, going out to my friend Heather at the florist at Homer and Cordova, holding down the fort there. Uh, one last song for you, um, and that's going to be some ride. And then Adam and the crew are in for Arts Report until 6, at which point it's, I think it's real to real this week. Uh, Shameless and or Sam Squanch's Hideaway is at 6.30, and Folk Oasis is in at 8 for two hours. Um, sexy in Van City at 10 with Caroline and then at 11 the legendary Hans Kloss's Misery Hour taking you till maybe even 2am I think he just kind of goes until he feels like going no more anyway um, that is pretty much it for this week Frank may be back next week we're not too sure about that uh, just checked his email, so he should be back in town this weekend. But uh, anyway, that is it from us this week, and this is Furthest Sense by Ride. See you later.
UBC Stand invites you to the Dodson Room of the Irving K. Barber Learning Center on UBC campus for Debating Darfur, Thursday, January 27th at 6 p.m. Debating Darfur will feature a panel discussion focusing on current issues